Welcome to Dr. Dominic New Love Ality's podcast. Dr. Dominic New Love Ality is a dynamic preacher and teacher with an extraordinary depth of knowledge and understanding of the principles of God's Word. He is the founder and leader of Living Faith Ministries International Church, one church in two locations, New York and Accra. His vision is to empower each and every believer to live a victorious life through Jesus Christ, to actualize their potential and tap into their God-given talents for the purpose of edifying their own lives and glorifying God's kingdom. Dr. Dominic Newlovality is worth hearing. Amen. We welcome every one of you from around the world, especially our, our church in New York. I know many of you are up watching us. Your life will never be the same. All my sons from around the world, all over in the Caribbean, in Europe, London, Germany, Holland, and all of you from around the world, we welcome you. This is Rima House. Your circumstances will never change God's word. But the word of the Lord will change your life. You are about to hear the incorruptible word of the Lord. You will never be the same again. Let's shout and say amen. Hallelujah. Let's, let's take a confession. Let's go. In the name of Jesus, I hold on to the confession of my faith without wavering. I declare therefore that daily I am growing more prosperous, healthier, victorious, and successful. I am what God says I am. I can do what God says I can do. I declare in accordance with the word of God that God is satisfying me with long life and have more than enough to do what on earth. Therefore, I think we went, okay. I am attracting favor right now in the name of Jesus. Therefore, men and women are coming to me from the north, from the south, from the east and the west. They will use their power, finances, and abilities to help me to prosper. Today, I make a conscious decision to sow good seed into the into fertile ground in expectation of a great harvest. My family is protected by the blood of Jesus. Elohim and his angels are defending me right now. I declare that I am attentive to hear the word of the Lord today. My life will never be the same in Jesus' name. Let's say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together. Put your hands. Oh, I think you can give God a better clap offering than that. Put your hands together. Amen. Amen. Let's take a seat. Amen. Today, we declare today as, a, uh, today as a business Sunday. And I, I, come on, put your hands together. And my assignment is to invoke God's blessing over every business in the house today. Come on, say amen. Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 3, the Bible says that, Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us, blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Now you look at the scripture very carefully. The Bible says that he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. So we realize that blessings comes in diversities. Blessings comes in diversities. Blessings comes in the form of life. 
Blessings comes in the form of longevity. Blessings comes in the form of health. Blessings comes in the form of uh, our healing. Blessings comes in the form of protection. He has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. May the blessings of God over your life manifest. Oh, I'm not here. I say, may the blessing of God manifest in your life. Do I have an amen in the house? No, I'm not here. Come on, do I have an amen in the house? Come on, shout a big amen. I want you to stand with me. Go to three, four people and tell them the blessing is working right now. Come on. Amen. So last week, those of you who have been following me, I tried to define what the blessing is. The blessing is a spiritual momentum. A spiritual momentum is a driving force released from heaven as a result of man's obedience, which attracts an ever-increasing participation of both spiritual and natural assistance to overcome obstacles and to accomplish the will of God and to fulfill man's assignment in the earth realm. Say amen. The blessing of the Lord is a spiritual momentum. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich and it added no sorrow. So we know that the blessing of the Lord can be translated into to physical, tangible assets. I pray that the blessing of the Lord over your life will be translated into physical, tangible assets. Can I have amen? I'm not here. I say I pray that the blessing of the Lord can be translated or will be translated into physical, tangible assets. Do I have an amen in the house? Amen. Now this morning I will take a little bit of detour and I'm going to talk about the fact that the blessing of God is always represented by rain. Dew is represented by favor. Dew is every day. Rain is seasonal. Every place on the face of the earth at dawn there shall be dew. Everywhere including the desert, God sustains your life with the dew of his favor until the season of blessing sets in. And this morning, I don't know where you are in life, but I pray for you that the dew of heaven will sustain you. Oh, I, mean, I, I don't think you are here this morning. Yo, I feel like taking my Bible. You all, I feel like taking my Bible and walking out of here. I say, may the dew of God's favor sustain your life today. Come on. May somebody use his power, his ability, his influence to help you to prosper. I pray that in this season, Christmas season, somebody is about to help you. Somebody is about to bless you. Somebody is going to come your way. One phone call. Come on here. It's about to turn your life around. Come on, somebody. Am I talking to a believer here? May the dew of God's favor rest upon you. I declare by the word, the Bible says, this man shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters. Your leaves shall not wither. Your leaves shall not wither. The dew of heaven shall sustain you you shall never wither I pray for you today and this morning that may you never wither may the economic conditions of the earth never cause you to wither your business will never wither your life will never wither am I talking to a believer here I say you shall never wither may everything that you do prosper I invoke the power of prosperity and blessing over the work of your hands may the Lord make a way for you where 
there is no way. May the Lord make a way. May God make a way for you. May God pave a way for you. May your dependency never be on the economy of this world, but on the economy of God. Am I talking to somebody here? I pray that God will make a way. May the Lord make a way. May the Lord make a way where there have been no way. May the Lord bless you beyond what you can imagine and what you can think. Do I have an amen in the house? Lift up your voice and shout a big amen. amen. Hallelujah. Come on here. Come on here. Come on here. Come on here. Amen. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 12. I'm talking about the reign of God's blessing. The reign of God's blessing. And throughout this season here into the early part of January, I am going to just focus on the reign of the blessing of God and on the dew of heaven. May you be fortified by the blessing of God. The blessing is irresistible. The blessing of God is irresistible. The blessing of God cannot be revoked. I don't know about you, but I live in the blessing of God over my life. Everything I do prospers. Everything I touch prospers. May the Lord prosper the work of your hand. I pray for you this morning as I invoke the blessing and release it in the atmosphere over your life. May you begin to attract good people, good people into your life. May every evil, wicked worker separate from you in the name of Jesus. Am I talking to a believer? Am I talking to a believer? I don't think you are here with me. Come on, shout a big amen. Now watch this. The Bible says that the Lord shall open unto you his good treasure. The Lord shall open unto you his good treasure. The heaven to give you rain in thy land in his season. And then he said, and you shall, and he shall bless the work of your hand. And thou shalt lend to many nations, but you shall never borrow. May you never be a borrower. Uh, I didn't hear you. Let me go to this side. May you never be a borrower. I'm not here. Come on. I didn't hear you. Let me go here. May you never be a borrower. May you never be a borrower. Come on, shout a big amen. Stand with me and shout, I will never be a borrower. Come on, shout amen. Come on, shout amen. I'm not here. Come on, shout amen. Take your seat. He said, the Lord shall open unto you his good treasure, the heavens to pour rain. So now we realize that this is not a normal natural rain. It's not a normal natural rain. Here, he represents the rain with a blessing. He represents the blessing with rain. And he says that, and because I will pour my blessing over your life, you shall, I will bless the work of your hands. Can you open your hands? Can you open your hands? Say, everything I touch is blessed. I'm not hearing you. Come on here, somebody. Say, everything I touch. I'm not here. Come on, shout it again. Say, everything I touch. Say, it's blessed. Say, I am a blessed man. I'm not here. Come on, I am a blessed man. I'm not here. Come on, shout, I am a blessed man. I, I, and I've been telling you that you cannot remove. I, I'm trying to make us understand. It's going to take me a while to actually make you understand the place that God's blessing plays in the life of a believer. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that and God created them and God blessed them and God said. So you realize that man in his original state can live without the blood 
because he has not sinned. There was no need for the oil, but man cannot live without the blessing. Can I have amen? Man cannot live without the blessing. He said, and I will bless the work of your hands. I want you to take this one in. If you forget everything I am saying, I want you to hear me. In life, it is not what you do. It is the blessing of God over what you do and the work of your hands. And I say it all the time, I'll prefer to be a janitor and carry a blessing than to be a doctor without a blessing. In any case, it is better for me to be a blessing, a doctor with a blessing. But I'll prefer to be a janitor. I'll, I'll, listen, I'll prefer to be an Uber driver with the blessing of God than to be a limousine driver without the blessing. Because it is the blessing of God that makes a difference in your life. I'm not here. May the Lord bless the work of your hands. This morning, I came to invoke the blessing of God over your life. And I prophesy over you, God takes you from the back of the line and puts you in front of the line. I'm not hearing you. I say, God put you from the back of the line, in front of the line. Everything about you shall be a miracle. People will never understand why you are, how you came here, how you came this far, how you have come this far, but God will bless your life. God will prosper you. Everything you do shall prosper. Everything you touch shall prosper. Am I talking to a believer? Lift up your hand and shout a big amen. Come on, shout amen. Now, see that, see that. So the Bible says, He will open unto you His good treasure. And in the good treasure, there is rain. And the rain is represented, or the blessing is represented by the rain. Now, watch me. In the next few months, I, I need you to follow me because I'll be teaching about the significance of water. Rain stands for water or water stands for the blessing man is about is it 90 or 95 percent of water 95 75 without water you can never be a human being water is colorless water is the only liquid that quenches a man's thirst you can drink wine it will never satisfy your test. You can drink Coca-Cola. You will still need water. You will drink Sprite. You still need water. Because you can never replace Coca-Cola with water. As a matter of fact, all that Coca-Cola and uh, these things do for you is to, is to increase uh, uh, sugar, your sugar level in your body. It doesn't do anything. Water is the only liquid on the face of the earth that is colorless and still you drink, it fills you and at the same time, it has no calorie. You can never understand the composition of water. Two atoms of hydrogen, one atom of oxygen, I'll be explaining that in my teachings next month. Why oxygen and hydrogen? 
So watch this. The blessing of God is over your life and people don't understand what is happening because it's colorless. Since this boy came to this business, I realized that the business is changing. And yet, I can't put my hand, it is like he's working a charm. Don't clap, let me preach it. It's like he has a charm. What about this woman that every is at, he, he, she is attracting people and yet she's uneducated? And yet, she doesn't have a good job. And yet, she doesn't look as beautiful as other women. But everybody seems to be gravitating towards this one. Amen. I have good education. I, have good, I come from good background. I have a good job. And nobody is looking at me. The difference is the reign of God's blessing. May that blessing rest over your life. Oh, I'm not, I say, may that blessing rest upon your life. Come on, shout amen. Come on, shout amen. So, sit down. So he said, the Lord will open unto you his good treasure, the heavens to give you rain, and he will bless the work of your hands, and you shall lend. So we know that when God blesses the work of your hands, one of the things that happens is that everything that you do uh, touch prospers. Number two, you don't become a borrower and you don't become a beggar. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm not a beggar. Come on, say amen. Say, I'm not a beggar. Now, for us to understand that these windows, you know, in the book, actually, let's turn to Malachi chapter 3. Let's read from verse number 8. He said, will a man rob God? He said, and yet you have robbed me. But you say, wherein have we robbed you? And then he said, in your tithes and in your offerings. Yes, let's keep on going. You are cursed with a curse. Even the, this whole nation. Yes. And then he said, bring unto me all, the, all your tithe into the storehouse, that they may be meet in my house, and prove me now herewith, if I will not open unto you what? Let's read it. If I will not open unto you what? I'm not here. If I will not open what? The windows of heaven. And then in the window of heaven, he said, I will pour you down a blessing. Now, so, I keep on saying to you, that ble the blessing of God is not things. Okay? Because if it is things, and God is pouring this blessing upon you, then the house is coming from heaven, it will crush your head. And kill you. Then, uh, a car drops from heaven and crushes your head and breaks your neck. Huh? Then a fridge comes from heaven and then it crushes your head. So we know that the blessing is not things. The earlier you know that the blessing can manifest in things, but it is not thing. And the only way God can make you and I understand the, the, the dynamics of the blessing is to use rain. Because rain is the only thing that comes from heaven and doesn't destroy. You see, when I was young, I used to have this vision of me walking in rain 
all the time. And I did not understand those visions until I started understanding the word of God. That even as a young boy, I was a blessed man. God has blessed me as a, as a, as a boy. I remember one of my uncles, a very rich man. I, I visited the house and then, I mean, very rich. And then the wife is telling the, the, the children in the house, he said, he said, follow him. He said, For if I were you, I'll be carrying his bag all around. And while the woman was saying that, I didn't understand what he was saying. He said, he said, follow this man. He was telling his children. He said, follow him. And yet, I am the only one, all the grandchildren of my grandmother, I was the poorest. I was the one without a father. I was the one that had nothing. But the man, the woman could see that there is something that is upon my life and that it is just a matter of time and my life will turn around. Am I talking to somebody here? I don't know who I'm talking to this morning, but I declare and decree that it is just a matter of time. Come on here somebody and the blessing of God shall lift you up from where you are to where you need to be. Come on here. Are you hearing me? Come on, put your hands together. I walk in the fullness of the blessing of God. If I tell you I carry nothing, I'm lying to you. I'm so blessed that people come around me and they also catch the same thing, unless you don't have a good heart. I want you to hear me. The Bible says, I'll bless the work of your hands. So if something comes to your hands and the hands and those things are being crushed, it means you are operating under a case. If we create a business and put the business in your hands and the business dies, it means you are under a case. If you, we give you a car and the car crashes, it means you are under a case. If you come into my home and all of a sudden I start experiencing losses, it's because you were a cursed person that came into my house. And so there are many of us, everywhere we go, we bring a curse there. You can go into a family, you bring a curse. You enter into a family, you enter into a marriage, you enter into a home, you enter into a church, you bring a curse. Everything starts breaking down because you are operating and that we will look at that later on. But I, I want you to understand that you must position yourself here on this earth that the blessing of God, listen, let me tell you, there is nothing on earth that can replace God's blessing over your life. Nothing. Say amen. So when God was about to destroy the earth, he opens the windows and then he brought rain. And he made the rain fall for over 40 days until the earth was swallowed with rain. He opened the windows, which means that God have a window in heaven. And, and the scripture we read, he says that, I will open unto you my good treasure, the heavens. In Malachi chapter 3, the Bible says that when I take the tithe, okay, God brings a curse. But if I bring my tithe, the Bible says that God opens what? The windows of heaven and pour me down a blessing. And we are saying that this blessing is, is represented by rain. 
I want you to get that into your spirit. It's represented by rain. So anytime you have a dream or you have a vision and you are being soaked with rain, it means the blessing is about to manifest. I'm not here. Come on, put your hands together. Jeremiah chapter 14, verse number 21. He said, do not abhor us. This is the prayer of Jeremiah. Do not abhor us. For thy name's sake, do not dis disgrace us. May the Lord never disgrace you. Oh, I'm not hearing you. I say, may the Lord never disgrace you. Oh, I'm not. I say, may the Lord never disgrace you. You know, human beings, we have so many faults. And we have so many mistakes in our lives that most of the time we need the mercy of God just to cover us. And that is why I tell everybody humility is very important. When you live, when you are humble, God covers your mistakes. Do not disgrace us. Then he said, do not disgrace the throne of your glory. Remember, break not thy covenant with us. Don't break your covenant with us. Give me the verse 22. And he said, are there any among the vanities of the Gentiles that can cause rain? So what he's saying is that, is there any idol or any god or any witch doctor that can produce rain? Man can cause fertility through scientific means. But we are yet to see any man or any science that can produce rain. The vanities. That is why you must never ever run anywhere to get anything, any, any magic wand or any magic charm from anywhere. Listen, everything that the devil will give you, you pay a price. And the price is very heavy. Am I talking to somebody here? I see people that go to take, go and do this uh, Sikadro and uh, what? Sakawa. And then Sakawa, and then I'm told that they can't even use the money. So, so if I go for Sakawa and I can't use the, I can't, I can't spend the money. Why do I go for it? Listen, listen. Wait on God. God will bless you. Oh, I'm not here. I said, wait on God. God will bless you. Listen. I, I declare over you. You can never walk with me and become nothing. Oh, I'm not hearing you all. I said, you can never walk with me and become nothing. As long as you are here and as long as you keep hearing me and keep hearing the word of the Lord, it's a promise that you will never be the same. Listen, there are millionaires right here in this house. It's just a matter of time. Do I have some millionaires in the house? I want you to rise on your feet, go to seven people and tell them, welcome my millionaire friend. to your neighbor sitting by you he said I want to introduce myself I'm not here say I want to introduce myself say I am the new millionaire in town I'm not hearing you come on say I'm the new millionaire in town don't be afraid it will come to pass come on here come on I, I say I am the new millionaire in town come on turn to another person and say I am the new millionaire in town Come on, don't be afraid, say it. Come on, don't be afraid, say it. Say, I am the new millionaire in town. Come on, say amen. Say neighbor, say neighbor, if you are not my friend, become my friend right now 
because very, very soon you'll be looking for my business card. Come on, shout a big amen. Come on, shout a big amen. My God is a blesser. 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 And my God will bless your life off. Oh, I love my church. Come on, I say I love my church. Come on, shout amen. Ezekiel 34, verse 26, 27, 28. So that's why I'm trying to say to you, don't do anything that will rob you of God's blessing. Don't do that. I will make them and the places around my hill a blessing. I want you to look at the scripture. The places around my hill a blessing. And I will cause the shower to come upon them in his season. So now I'm saying it again that the blessing is seasonal. If you want me to explain it very well, then you're going to realize that Joseph was a blessed man. Potiphar testified it. Potiphar said, there is something about this boy called Joseph. He's a servant, a slave here, but everything we have put in Joseph's hand is prospering. Since Joseph came to this house, our home have changed. Our lives have changed. There is something, Mrs. Potiphar, there is something about this boy, and yet he was a slave. He was operating with the blessing but the blessing has not yet started manifesting, so God was sustaining him with dew. Am I getting through to somebody? Jacob, the same thing. Jacob, the same thing. You know, you know what I find out? Sometimes one person can come into your life, and if you don't get rid of him, he will mess you up. One, just one person. And what I'm beginning to learn is that that, that sometimes I have to bear the consequences and get some people out of my life. Because as long as they are with me, I will never stop losing. It's very necessary. No, there are, there are people who can come into your life and all of a sudden, every day you are sick. Because they carry poisons. I know you don't like me this morning, but that's okay. They are, they are very poisonous. Very, very poisonous. You know, you know, when pe a person carry a blessing, last week I think I had a, let me see if I have a perfume in my pocket. I always carry a perfume. I, I like to smell good, so I always have a small perfume. You see, the blessing is spread around you standing. Okay, if you are at the back there, you start picking the smell up. Are you picking the smell up? Because this is not in Tugumu. This is not to nyale. <laughs> okay? So, so watch this. Even though you are not in contact with him physically, but you are trying to trace where the smell is coming from. That's how the blessing is. <clears throat> are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? You say, ah, 
this man, this man, and sometimes you go to bed and you cannot sleep because the thought of the person is, am I talking to somebody here? Why? Because you, the, 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 the man is, the smell has come into your house. It is not a physical smell. It so 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 Jacob when he was blessing when Isaac was blessing his son he says see the smell of my son is the smell is like the smell of the of the of the forest or the land with the Lord has blessed he said the smell of my son is like the smell of the fields with the Lord has blessed. Therefore, may the Lord give him the dew of heaven, the fatness of the earth. Increase. You know why? Because it is the dew of heaven that, that decides how your earth works. Take your seat. Okay? So, if there is no rain on your land, your land is going to be very barren. If there is no rain over your life, your life will be barren. Very scary. Very, very scary. And he said, and there shall be showers of blessing. Yes, there shall be showers of blessing, yes. And the tree of the field shall yield her fruit. So now, because there are showers of blessing over the land, it is affecting the, the trees of the field bearing fruit and, the, and then the earth shall, shall yield her increase and they shall be safe in their land so guess what the, just the rain coming over the land number one it is affecting what you are doing number two it is affecting your ground your earth wherever you go you turn the atmosphere around if you came here when we first came here oh my god the, this place was a dry land it was a dry land in New York, where our church is, the streets was infested with prostitutes. David, you remember? You cannot come out of your car without encountering a prostitute. Even me as a pastor. And they fear nobody. They are very aggressive. Am I talking to somebody here? I pray that you shall be aggressive like that when you are winning souls for the kingdom of God. Come on, put your hands together. Every minute you hear siren. Police. Because it, the place was infested with drug dealers. We stayed in the neighborhood for a little bit. And all the drug dealers disappeared. All the prostitutes disappeared. The mayor said to me, he said, he said the only problem you have given us in this city is that on Sunday morning, you choke the streets with your cars. And we have to find a way to get people to pass through this street. But apart from that, the streets are safe. The we don't have complaints anymore. You know why? Because a blessed man and a blessed church entered into the atmosphere and changed the whole atmosphere. May your life change everywhere. I'm not here. I say, may your life change everywhere. That when people come after you, when people come after you, they, they, they can't explain it. Oh my God, there is something about this man. There is something about this church. I really wish I can place my hand on what is working in this man's life. There is something working that I cannot explain. But this man is so mysterious. The blessing is so mysterious. 
You know, I started studying rain or water. And I realized that water is one of the commodities that is so mysterious. And shall know that I, the Lord, when I have broken the bands of their yoke, and I delivered them out of the hand of those that serve themselves on them. When people, listen, when people seek to take advantage of you and, and they use you to the advantage, God said, when the blessing kicks in, I'll break that bondage. May that bondage be broken. I said, may that bondage be broken. I'm not here. I said, may that bondage be broken. Come on, shout a big amen. Amen. And I will deliver them out of the hand. Give me the verse 28. And they shall no more be a prey to the, to the hidden. Neither shall the beasts of the field devour them. But they shall dwell safely. And none shall make them afraid. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I shall be safe. And nobody will make me afraid. I'm not here. Come on, say it again. Say, I shall be safe. And nobody will make me afraid. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I am so safe. Say, I fear nothing. I fear no demon, I fear no witch, I fear no wizard, I fear no human being. Say, I am so safe and nobody will make me afraid. Come on, shout a big amen. I'm not here, come on, shout a big amen. Give me then verse 29. And I will raise up for them a plant of renown. And they shall be no more confused or consumed with anger in the land, hunger in the land. Neither bear the shame. Of the hidden anymore I will never be ashamed I will never be ashamed you can never do anything that can shame me come on say amen when you take everything I have I'll still bounce back because there is something in me that you can never take away it's called the blessing of God come on say amen you can take my shoe it won't mean anything. You can take my suit. You can take my house. You can take my business. You can destroy everything. I'm, I will bounce back. And you know something? When I bounce back, my bouncing back will always be in style. Come on. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I shall bounce back. And my bouncing back shall be in style. I'm not here. Come on. Shout it again. Say, I will bounce back. And my bouncing back shall be in style. Stand with me. Go to three people and tell them, tell them I am bouncing back right now. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm bouncing back right now. I'm bouncing back right now. I am bouncing back right now. I am bouncing back right now. Say amen. So now I must do everything to cut the blessing. Everything. I must do everything. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 27 and 28. And God said, a blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord, your God, which I command you this day, and a curse if you, not, if you will not obey the commandments of the Lord, your God, but turn aside out of the way which I command you this day and go after other gods which you have not known. Psalm 37 verse 22. You become a curse. Okay? So he said, if you follow God's word and God's commands, then you become a blessing. Okay? The only way a curse, let me tell you, let me tell you, listen, I don't care who will pronounce a curse. It won't work. I am so blessed that the curse doesn't work. I am so blessed. I am unafraid 
of what somebody will say. I am unafraid because I know where I stand as long as the word of God is concerned. I refuse to serve things. I refuse to turn things as a God and worship it. Most of us, we are worshiping, I know husbands that have turned their wives into idols. And they are worshiping their wife. I know wives whose God is the husband. I know others who worship their car. I know others who worship their business without understanding that your business is not your source. Do I have amen? Let's look at 37, verse 22. For such as, said, for such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth. So me, I have, an, I have an inheritance on the earth. I'm blessed of God. I cannot be blessed of God without an inheritance. What are you talking about? I have, I have, I have lands on the earth. I have houses on the earth. And I don't know about you, but me, I refuse only to quarantine myself in Ghana. I have a house in Florida. I'm going to have a house. Florida so that if I want to go for vacation I can go to vacation in Florida I'll have a house in London I have if I choose to have a house in Australia I'll have a, I'll, the blessing of God ensure that wherever I want to have property come on here because the Bible says that such as are blessed of the Lord shall inherit the earth they shall inherit the earth such as are blessed of the Lord shall inherit the earth and did that a curse of the Lord shall be cut off. So when you see people being cut off, it's because God has cursed them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, I'm, and I'm going to show you. Listen, you can sit in church and you are cursed. In Ghana here, we think that the fact that you come to church means that you are a blessed person. It's not true. You can sit, you can be a pastor and be cursed. Yeah, we have a lot of cursed pastors all over Ghana. Okay, you know something? Let's go to Luke chapter 16. I love my church. Uh, listen, if you follow me and you don't prosper, then God didn't call me. Everything you do shall prosper. The coming year is your year. They are prophesying doom and gloom, but as for us, we shall prosper in the land of the living. Whatever work you are doing, I decree by the, by the God of heaven that you shall prosper in the land of the living because you are a blessed man. I see millionaires all over the house. Am I talking to a believer here? Rise on your feet, give your neighbor a high five and say, I am a millionaire. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 10, verse 6. Proverbs 28, verse 20. And then we'll go to Luke chapter 16. We'll start from verse 8. He said, blessings are upon the head of the just. Put your hands on your head. Say, blessings are over my head. I'm not here. Come on, shout it again. Say, say blessings are over my head. Come on, leave your hand there. Say, there, there, there is a blessing over my head. Come on, shout amen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't have time to explain that, you know, but your head represents your entire body your sensory organs, your brain. Proverbs 28, verse 20. The just, dealing justly on earth. Be a just person. A faithful man will abound in blessing. 
a faithful man, but he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. If, if you want to force yourself to get riches, it means that you separate yourself from God's order and principles, and you will never be innocent. This morning we were coming, myself and my son we were coming and we were talking about people that we know that a few years ago they had money. Some of them were drug dealers. And he, he was telling me, one of them can meet you, you know, and take a hundred dollar bill and write his number on it. Hundred dollar bill and give it to you to call him. Today, when you are looking for them, you can't find them. Why? Because if you try, if you haste to make money, you will never be innocent. Let it sink in. You see, I see a lot of young people who want to be like me. It's fine. You want to be like me, it's fine. But don't haste because it has taken me over 40 years to be where I am. I didn't become like this overnight. Come on, put your hands together. It is not overnight blessing. But I can tell you today, as long as you sit here and you hear me, you shall be blessed. Come on, say amen. I say you shall be blessed. Something is about to happen in your life that no man can explain how it happened. Come on, say amen. So your blessing is going to give some people headache. Other people are going to have stomach ulcer. Oh my God, you are not hearing me. Other people are going to get, go mad. Some people are going to go crazy. Some people are going to go crazy. Am I talking to somebody here? Am I talking to, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 sit down, sit down, sit down. Yeah, yeah. You know, some of the problems I have in Accra, some of the problems, and I say it freely. You see, because a lot of these pastors has been in Accra for 40 years, 45 years. They are still trying to find a land to build a church. We finished building this church before we started the church. The lighting system coming here alone next month is about 45,000 US dollars. The Lord will prosper your work. I'm not, I said the Lord will prosper your work. Open your hands. I said the Lord will prosper your help. I, I command every curse to be broken out of your life. Between now and December 31st, you will encounter a major miracle that will cause you to start the year on a very good note. You, you are, let, let, let me go here. I said this year, by the time the year comes to an end, you will encounter a big miracle that will set you up for the rest of the next year. Come on, shout amen. The Lord will give you a good beginning. In 2023, what others fear, you will never be afraid of it. Come on, shout a big amen. Hallelujah. See, so, so I, I, I am encountering a lot of problems in Ghana. But you see, you see, if you say God has blessed you and nobody is jealous in you, it's not a blessing. The faithful man, what is faithfulness? Faithfulness is being loyal. Faithfulness is being constant with your character. Faithfulness is what you do right when nobody's watching you. See, incidentally, we come to church, we sing, we worship, and most of us are not faithful. In Ghana here, you cannot leave your business for anybody. 
Why? Because everybody goes to church, but the most unfaithful people in Ghana are church people. I know you won't clap, but that's fine. To support Bishop Dominic New Love Alities Ministry, visit www.lfmic.org slash gift to give online and lfmic at aol.com or 914217071 on Cash App, Zelle, and PayPal, or 0246471458 on MTN Mobile Money. Thank you. I love my church. I want to hear if you say it this time. I love my church. Are you sure? I say I love my church. I'm not here. I say I love my church. You see, you see, you see, there are young men in a church. I will never leave my daughter with them. Very, very unfaithful. Very disloyal. Mismanager. So in Luke chapter 16, you're going to allow me to preach this through. And I'm going to hold you here for a little bit. Come on, say amen. Okay. In Luke chapter 16, we are, we are introduced to a man that the Bible says that he was accused to his master that he has done what? He has mismanaged his resources. Luke chapter 16, when you start from verse 1, I'm going to, we're going to go to verse 8. But I just want to give you the background of the story. Okay. And then he says to him, I'm being told that you you are stealing from me. Let me say this to you. When you steal, when you rob other people to make money, somebody will rob you big time. You know why? Because it's a seed you have sown. When you mismanage somebody's life, you open yourself for demons to enter into your life and mismanage and abuse you. So don't stay in church and use prayer to cover unfaithful living. Kunda da 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 da, kunda bayaka, kunda baya, kunda yamahaya, kunda mayama, kunda yamahaya, monda yamahaya, kunda maya, kunda maya, kunda maya, kunda. But you are a robber, you are a thief, you are a mismanager of other people's resources. So he said, you know something? I mean, when I'm driven out of this job, I can't steal. I can't do anything. I've lost my position. So he said, I know what I'll do. He said, I am going to make sure that all the people that owe my master, I am going to reduce their, their, their bill so that when I am sacked, I'll get a place of refuge. And Jesus made a very important statement that I used to worry about Esther. Every time I read it, he said the, the master recommended the unjust word. Then I said, how can you be unjust for you to be recommended? And the spirit of the Lord said to me, is because he was able to use the worldly system to his advantage. Because in the worldly system, you have to steal. You have to lie. You have to take what doesn't belong to you. 
That's the system. And he worked it masterfully. And he was recommended by you as a believer. You are not supposed to use the worldly system. He commended on just word because he has done wisely. For the children of this world are in their generation are wiser than the children of light. This is where the scripture comes from. So that the unbeliever, you know, he knows how to steal. He knows how to kill. He knows what to do. He wants to go and do sakawa. He wants to use his mother or child to go. I mean, the other day, it was so pathetic when this man living abroad comes to Ghana, take her daughter. Hey! Then I call the young people and I say, you see, you think that when you live abroad, it's a, it's a means of becoming successful. You come to abroad, come to New York, and come and see people living under bridges. My son, you know what I'm talking about. People are literally on the street, Harriet. They are on the street. People are pushing cars. All their things are in the cart, and they are pushing it in this cold. They are living on uh, boxes. So the fact that you live in America doesn't mean that you succeed. It is the blessing of God. Are you hearing me? Are, are you are learning? And, and so he used the worldly system. He knew how to lie, manipulate people, and rob other people, and steal, and do things that is not right to get what he wants. So he used the worldly system seriously to gain advantage. But you, as a believer, you don't know how to use God's system to your advantage. It's difficult for you to tithe. It's difficult for you to sow your seed. Yesterday, I told them that the conference we had there yesterday attracted about 160 pastors from all over. People came from Insangwem, Kofridwa. I spent Kumasi. As a matter of fact, I was saying 6,000. But when I went home and I started calculating, I realized that we spent over 10,000. I spent from my pocket 10,000 Ghana CDs just to help people to come and hear me. I spent it out of my pocket. It's not from church, it's from me. Now, the question is, why do I spend my personal money to invite people to come and teach them? Because I believe in investing in people. Isaac, one of these days, you must share your testimony. Because I see you are not afraid to talk about it anywhere we are. Come, give Isaac a, 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 a mic. Give Isaac a mic. Isaac, come, take a mic. Tell them how you got here. Oh, okay. Uh, I think my dad, uh, my late dad, was uh, a friend to Bishop. And that was uh, 1996. That's a long time. My, my dad was actually a security man at a church. I don't want to mention the name. Thank you. And then I was going to write BEC, and then my dad went to the church for a loan to pay for my BEC uh, uh, registration fee. And the church said they can't give the loan to my dad. In fact, my dad broke down, and then he held my hand. And I don't know, there somewhere. Like, I was, I was a child, so I don't know. And then we met Bishop, and Bishop gave my dad money. And he told my dad that he should make sure he pays my fees for me to write the exams and keep the rest for secondary school. So my dad went to pay and I graduated with a distinction and then I went to secondary school. The, the money Bishop gave my dad and then since then I decided not to go to church again because 
my dad served the church so well. And if not for Bishop, I don't know where I'll be today. You would have been like a, 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 a Pamwam Tapa. <laughs> so, lucky enough. <laughs> I love my church. I'm going to hold you here for a little bit today. Because so, I need to finish my message. After secondary school, actually, we were looking for a bishop. We couldn't find a bishop. And someone told my dad, he has relocated to the U.S. and he's not coming back to Ghana again. So we said, okay. So my dad got sick for 15 years. He had cancer. And then we happened to come and stay at Ashalabotue for a while. And then my dad passed away three years ago. So I told my mom that I think Ashalabotue is okay. Let's, let's stay here. So I also moved my family from Tema to Ashalabotue. So one time, my wife went out and then he took my car. When he got home, I saw a, a flyer a flyer in the car. And I said, ah, Bishop is in America. What is he doing here? So when I saw the flyer, I said, no, let me trace and come for the program. When I came here, actually, there are three people who took care of me and my siblings, Bishop Osu and Sam, who adopted my younger brother and another pastor. When I came here, we all met here. And Osu and Sam asked me, what am I doing here? And I said, oh, this is the man who actually took care of me to go to school. And he also was the one who took care of my younger brother. And they happened to be friends, and they didn't know what they were doing for one family. So that is and how- And all of them met here. All of us, all of Seamless. them met here. So that is how I realized that me coming to Boutry was a divine intervention for me. To Come show. on, give God a clap of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe, in, I believe in divine intervention. Come on, are you here with me? Come on, are you here with me? Can you, are you here with me? What am I trying to say to you? You see, money in your hands is a weapon to help people. God blesses you for a reason. There is a reason why God put money in your hands. And I want you to understand that a human being is more important than this building. Come on, put your hands together. Say amen. Now, yesterday, so I'm, I'm home. I said, my God, I've spent all the money I have. 10,000 Ghana cities. I've spent it on people I don't even know who will do nothing for me. So, huh? I, I'll have more. Thank you. So I'm laying down. I'm saying, I said, Father, hey, you know, I've spent all this money on these people. And the Lord came me down and said, he said, it's not a waste. It's an investment you have made and it will come back. Come on, pay, say amen. Now, let's look at the scripture. Let's go. So, and I say unto you, make friends with the unrighteous mammon. Okay, and then when you, are, you have problems, when you fail, they will be able to receive you. Don't ever tarnish or speak evil about people who have prospered. You will never prosper. Verse 10, he said, he that is faithful in that which is least is faithful in much. Listen, God deals with faithfulness. When it comes to money matters and your tithe and your offerings, it's not about how much money you give. It's about how faithful you are in what you are giving. I want you to hear me. If my tithe is 10 Ghana, and I gave the 10 Ghana, and your tithe was 100,000 Ghana cities, and you gave 90,000, God have much respect for what I did. Because as long as money is concerned, that is not God's problem. God is judging your faithfulness. Don't clap, don't clap, don't clap, don't clap. So, 
Somebody says that, oh, if God gives me 100,000, then I will start paying my tithe. And God is saying, if I give you 10 Ghana and you can't pay your tithe, if I give you 1,000, you will never pay your tithe. I want you to hear me. I'm going to tell you some things that is worrying us in Ghana here. And what is worrying us in Ghana here is faithfulness. We are very unfaithful. We are, we are coming to church. We are reading the Bible. We are praying. I mean, we are fasting. People go to Atria Mountains for 40 days. And nothing is happening because of unfaithfulness. You can't trust people. You can't trust people. Look at it. He that is faithful in, and he that is unjust in the list is also unjust in the match. Now give me that verse 11. If therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon, which is money, and money matters. If you are not faithful in money matters, who shall commit you into your hands the true riches? That is, God cannot trust you with a blessing. If you can't handle money, you can't handle money. God can't trust you. If you are not faithful in money. So let me, let, let me give you a free advice. If I give you, or if you see this money, and you take it, and you know the money is not yours. Don't spend it. Find out whose this money is, and go and give back. We, we call that faithfulness. Why? Because God is not judging what I'm doing. He's judging the intent of my character. Am I talking to somebody here? Are you here with me? Don't, don't try to cover unfaithful living with prayer. And thinking that prayer will move the unfaithfulness away. It doesn't work. God is a faithful God. The reason why you and I are here today is because of the faithfulness of God. If God is not faithful, you and I will not be here. I want you to look at this scripture. Give you one more and then I will let you go. The true riches is the blessing. The true riches is the favor of God. The true riches is life, is health. Good relationships that money cannot buy. The two riches is the goodness of God and the mercy of God that hides you from judgment. The two riches that only God gives. The two riches. He said, who, can, who will give you the two riches? Not even me will give you. If you are unfaithful. Now watch the next line. Verse he said, and if you are not being faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? I want you to hear me. When you are doing somebody's business, don't say that because it is not your business, you are going to destroy it. Because you never get your own. I want you to seek me. I'm laying in bed and they brought me this list. And my heart started panicking when I saw the losses I've gone through in Ghana because I trusted good people. People around me that I believe they are good. I'm talking about millions of dollars. In the middle of the night, Pastor Deborah, I broke out into tears. I'm not crying because I went through losses. I was crying because I trusted people around me. So whatever they told me, I did it. Without knowing that these were the same people that were robbing me. And you know, I, I know that people will wish that I'll stop saying these things, but this is part of my experience right now. A man with an experience. This is my, my, these things has framed my language. This has become part of my history. So I will always talk about it. People we fed, I clothed, I took care of, 
I did everything for. I was there for. I took them as family. I covered them. By the time I realized, the only thing I didn't lose were things I committed into the hands of people who were not closer to me. So I'm trying to say to you, there is no way you can enjoy the blessing of God if you live an unfaithful life. You are quiet. You are quiet. You are handling somebody's business and you are stealing money from the business. The thing was faulty. You came to tell the person it is 75 so you can cut your cut. Meanwhile, you are being paid by the man. You are being paid by the man. Huh? So you are destroying, you are forgetting that when the business goes down, all of you go down. All of us will go down. Okay? And because of this unfaithfulness, the blessing is not being manifesting in our lives. Because God doesn't bless unfaithful people. If you can't take care of what belongs to somebody else, you can never get your own. You will never. Apostle, so me, I've lived my life by these principles. It is very difficult for anybody to walk into my house and accuse me that I took anything that doesn't belong to me. Very, very difficult. You can't find anybody. You see, I, I have a slogan I say, and all my pastor friends took over that slogan. So, Nyami and Mami You know why? Because I want to leave a blessing over my children. I want my children's children to get blessed. Because there are certain lifestyles when I leave, I curse my children and I curse my children's children. I took what doesn't belong to me. I destroy somebody's work. And I go home and I sleep peacefully. When the person is not sleeping, it's a curse that comes upon my children and my children's children. So I tell my son, I said, when you are working for anybody, take the work as your own. Huh? Don't steal it. Can I have a man? Are you here with me? Don't be stealing from the person. Don't, don't do that. This woman, this woman has a warehouse of Obruniwewu. Pastor Debra, a warehouse of Obruniwewu. This is in Tema. She kept losing. Every day she's complaining, she's losing. She has about 50 employees. So somebody said, you know, let me go and hang around your business for three days. Let me see why you are losing. Say, oh, uh, some demons, some witches are coming on the place. So they kept on doing fasting and praying. Pastors are going there, pouring oil on the place. And, and the more they pour oil, the more she loses. As Ghana, everything must be oil. So the man went to the place and then sat there for three days. Just sat there and watched them work for three days. On the third day, before they closed, she called the woman to come. And they said, you know, and they brought police people. I said, bring all the workers to the yard. They brought all the workers to the yard. And he said to them, let them undress. So they started, the police people started forcing them to remove their clothes. One person have six jeans covered it with the one and the top so every day 50 people were stealing over two bales and he said the problem you have is not demon 
you have unfaithful workers here that you are paying and they are destroying your business. It will surprise you that even here, if not by the grace of God and good people around here, people will come and work and, and, and they, want to, they want to do things, you know, to rob us. Listen, listen, listen. If you come to church here and you are doing some work here, don't, don't, don't make your mind that, well, bishop has money, so let's, let's take the money. You will suffer. You will suffer. I'm telling you. The thing is 40. You say, oh, let's, let's make it 80 and let's share. Want to get the cut. And then you come be and hey, you were a robber. Come on, give God a clap offering. Be faithful. Be very, very faithful. Be faithful. You see, this, what, this is what has kept me as a pastor for 40 years. Integrity and faithfulness. My sons here, another one is there. Uh, he's here. He will tell you this. They are, they are from New York. They will tell you. Listen, in our church in New York, at the end of the year, we do accounts to the church. I'll let the church, let the accountant come and then, huh? and the accountant will tell the whole church how much money we received this year and how much the money was spent. If a champion is here, a champion will tell you he has trouble. He's in charge of that. And then he will read the accounts after service on Sunday and tell you we spent like this. This one went here. This one went here because I want the church to know that my life doesn't depend on the offering. Can I have amen? I'm not here. Can I have amen? So, so Joseph proved it. And Jacob proved it. And God blessed Jacob. I want you to hear me. I'm finishing. I'm not going to give you any more scripture. But Laban said, I have learned that since I've been, you have been in this house, God has blessed me. So give me, tell me how much you want me to pay you. In other words, tell me your salary. And then he said, I don't want any salary. I want to create an income for myself. So therefore, this is what we'll do. I'm going to go through the ship and collect all the sparkled, all the colored animals. And let, the other day, I taught you about the fact that the colored animals are not easy to breed. He collected all of them. Laban was happy. But what Laban didn't know was that the blessing was on the side of the man who looks like he's a disadvantaged. And I'm trying to tell you, when the blessing is on your side, it will, it will look like you are disadvantaged, but the blessing will ensure that you will never be disadvantaged. Come on, shout amen. He said, I want to create my own income so that in a time to come, you will never say that you robbed me. I robbed you. So he took them and then God gave him creative idea. You know what we need in Ghana? We need people with creative thinking. We need people with creative thinking. We need people with innovation. We need people with ingenuity. You see, we, we have mortgaged our mind to these Bojo Bojo prophets that are telling us what we must do. And so spiritually, we pray a lot, but our, we are bankrupt with ideas. We don't create anything. We are consumers. We are not creators. 
when I stand here and I think about how I will lose over 16,000 layers just going to US and coming back layers my heart bleeds mama and and you say stop talking about this it's not easy because you try to create a business and all that people must do is to maintain what you have created God gave him an idea and I said to you it's called genetic coding it will take you six to eight years to learn genetic coding with masters to be able to breed animals God gave him an idea by just peeling the wood and, and dropping it in water so that when the animals came to breed by just focus and meditation he was able to affect the offspring in the womb Laban could not understand I, I'm trying to show you that there is a blessing that comes upon you that gives you such creative ideas that man cannot understand let me tell you everything you see here I designed it myself and yet, I'm not an architect. You see the top, the outside, the shape of the building, the altar. I designed everything myself. And yet, I am not an architect. And I'm trying to show you that one of the blessings that God gives us is creative thinking, creativity, innovation ingenuity ability to use your mind to create now we sit here in Ghana and people are creating range or range rovers that is going all the way to Mars 400 and something million miles away traveling at the light of speed for seven months and we sit here and we can't even create a small business this is Bishop Dominic Nilavalo, the approve of this message. One minute. I'm preaching somewhere in a very big conference. And when I was done, the man of God came to came, took the microphone and said to the convention, nobody, was, well, nobody can stop Bishop Alote from preaching here. Nobody. Then I realized that while I was preaching, the powers that be in Ghana were sending test messages. Stop bringing this man from America to preach here. He's, he's disturbing our business. He's saying things that must never be said. So when I heard it, I said, I'll build my own church and have a voice. Build my own TV studio. Have my own TV station. So I can have my voice and nobody can stop me from preaching in Ghana. Come on, say amen. Oh, I'm not here. I say, say amen. To support Bishop Dominic New Love Ality's ministry, visit www.lfmic.org slash give to give online and lfmic at aol.com or 914217071 on Cash App, Zelle, and PayPal, or... 02464714584 on MTN mobile money. Thank you. And I promise you in the name of Jesus, in another one year, all this place from the top to the top, top floor, every place will be packed. Amen. I'm, I'm not hearing you. I say in one year. In, in one year, by the grace of God, we'll have a clinic at the back here. In one year. 
Oh, you are not putting your hands together. Because there are millionaires in this house. I said there are millionaires in this house. In one year, we shall have our own TV station, Conquest TV. Come on here. In one year, we shall have our own Conquest TV. In one year, by the grace of God, great things will happen. Am I talking to somebody here? In one year, in one year, in just in one year. Amen. In one year, if you don't come to church early, around this neighborhood, you never have a place to park your car. Because everybody will be driving in this house. Come on, am I talking to somebody here? Come on, am I talking to somebody here? I am praying for you. I am not, I am not worried about the witch or a wizard or a principality or a power. I'm, I'm praying for you for creative thinking. I want to pray for you so your mind will start working. I'm praying for you. Listen. If you follow the teaching I'm giving you and God doesn't bless you and you don't do better in life, tell me. I'll stop preaching. Tell me. Just tell me that I've been following your teaching and nothing is, not, nothing is happening. I'm telling you. Listen. This morning, I want to pray for you. Especially those of you who are businesses. That... God will give you creative mind. When things are falling apart, you will come up with an idea to hold it up. Something must happen to you. I'm not, I say something must happen to you. Am I talking to a believer here? Lift, throw your hands up. Let's pray. Throw your hands up. I want you to put your two hands on your head. Oh, The spirit of ingenuity, the spirit of creation, the spirit of innovation, the spirit of innovation, the spirit to create businesses, entrepreneurship, receive an anointing that to cause you. To start a business that will cause you to start your own small business so you can determine your own income in the name of Jesus an anointing to start streams of income streams of income different kinds of businesses I pray for you today in the name of Jesus that you will have streams different kinds of businesses working for you today receive an anointing for solutions in your life receive an anointing for answers in your life receive an anointing to do things that only God can help you to do receive an anointing to move from where you are to your next level receive an anointing for wealth distribution receive an anointing for favor I invoke the blessing of God upon your life I invoke the blessing I invoke the blessing of God over your life in the name of Jesus when I will see you again you would have started your business when I see you again you have started another business when I see you again you will tell me you have now three kinds of businesses working for you in the name of Jesus bakery and 
and hairdressing and, and hair making and all kinds of businesses. I call it forth in this house. You will never be poor. You will never be a beggar. 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 You will never be a borrower. You will never be a borrower. Your children will never beg for bread. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Let your word come to pass. You said you open unto us your good treasure, the heavens to give us rain in our in this season. And you shall bless the work of our hands, and we shall be lenders and not borrowers. Let that work come to pass in the name of Jesus. Open unto us your good treasure. Give us the rain of your blessing. In the name of Jesus, give us the rain of your blessing. Make us lenders and not borrowers. Bless the work of our hands. Stand against them that stand against us. Stand against them. Fight them that fight us. Help those that help us. In the name of Jesus, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Lord, I lift my hand over this house. And I invoke the blessing of fruitfulness and increase. I hear this word, exponential increase, exponential increase, exponential increase, exponential increase, exponential increase. I pray for you that whatever you do and whatever you touch shall increase and multiply in Jesus' name. Let's shout the big amen. The Lord Come on, you. give God a club offering. Eh? The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you. Be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.lfmic.org today for more information about the ministry of Dr. Dominic Alati. For more video and audio messages, find us on YouTube at Conquest TV and Dominic Alati Ministries and Living Faith Ministries International Church on Facebook for more information on our upcoming programs. Follow us on Living Faith Rima House Ghana on Instagram and please subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Subscribe also to our YouTube channel for live service and many more. God bless you.